Hey everyone, welcome again to More Layers. I'm Seth Mariano. And I am Jordan Smith, and thank you once again for tuning in. And I think this is our very first episode in the month of May this year. Yeah, I believe so. Yep, so I am looking forward to it. Uh, we are tackling a bit of a serious topic to start off, but hopefully we'll sound impartial or but still express our thoughts on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, earlier this afternoon, we uh, had the opportunity to attend the Artists Unlimited Theater Group's annual Voices and Dances Recital event and uh, uh, got to briefly catch up with a, a bunch of our friends who were part of that. And, uh, and, and some of them, several of them might be in the play coming up in November. So that was nice. Yeah, well, Seth and I don't typically do it ourselves artists unlimited does have events like this when we're not doing a full-on play production um but we still attend to support the group because you know we, we love these guys and they're a non-for-profit organization so anything we can do to help even if just by showing up hey why not Yeah. So, um, as Jordan kind of hinted at, uh, we're dealing with a uh, tough, tough uh, or touchy subject matter to start. There's an ongoing feud apparently between Disney and the state of Florida. As many of you know, you know Florida is the home of the Walt Disney World Resort, and, and well, according to the uh, New York Times article I found, which I'll include in the description, a link to it. Um, there, um, there at one point was a um, sort of a board of sorts that was set up specifically for the purpose of uh, of letting Disney control pretty much much any land in that sort of, I guess, Lake Buena Vista, Florida region. And they wanted to, and now, and now, the sort of newest development is that they want to expand their resort possibly even further, maybe take up more land, add more hotel rooms, possibly a fifth theme park. So, and so that's kind of led to a heated battle with the Florida government. Well, the interesting thing is, is that this isn't even the first time Disney and the Florida government have kind of clashed before, because around this time last year, maybe a little bit earlier, uh, Disney and a bunch of other companies not necessarily associated with them, they were, uh, I don't know if criticizing is the right word or something similar they were calling out the government for trying to pass a law saying that young students in school should not be uh, learning about some things like sexual orientation or uh, transgender stuff or whatever uh, they felt like the kids would be too young to be learning about something like that and I'm sure there's a bunch of other reasons, but uh, Disney was on the side of not liking a law such as that being passed. Uh, so yeah, this has been going on where Disney and the government of Florida have been clashing. This has been going on for a little over a year now, and this is the latest thing because they think that this idea of constructing a fifth theme park or expanding how many hotels they have uh they talked about how the deal that was made seemed very shady even to the point where they think it might actually be illegal therefore it should be nullified um i haven't done too much research pasting past reading this uh so i won't really try to take sides here too much but um I think what it really boils down to 
is whether or not what Disney was doing in order to get this deal, whether it was legal or not. Yeah. I don't know if it's a matter of a like uh, miscommunication or uh, I think or concerns about corporate greed or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's dramatic for sure. Oh yeah, definitely a lot of miscommunication involved and things being changed. Um, one such example uh, that's said in the article. Uh, lost my place. Hang on. Um, uh, in February, lawmakers stripped control of the district's five-member board from Disney and handed it to the governor, which is uh, DeSantis. And when the appoint when his appointees reported for duty, however, they were incensed to discover that the outgoing board had approved certain development agreements, limiting the new board's power for decades to come. So that basically means before the old board left they made some changes that really hinder what the people coming in were able to do so that that could really affect things yeah it seems like a bit of a a curveball with these new officials coming in they had a, a curveball a bunch of out of left field things going on uh there's definitely some clashes between again disney and florida although it almost seems like the government a little bit is kind of clashing with itself a little bit with these boards that are kind of messing with each other um yeah there's a lot of people in this lawsuit that's going on right now um some people are saying that the agreements were illegal some saying that they were actually legal uh, but Disney is just concerned at this point that this board could interfere with their plan and wanted to lock in these approvals so that they could move forward with it before anybody could say anything. Now, some people, with them taking such hasty action, they might be a little more suspicious because some people, if they do something illegal... They might try to hide it as fast as they can, especially if they think someone's onto them. So again, I don't know if what Disney did is legal or not, but there are signs pointing to that they could have been. But I cannot say for certain. Let's see. Well, these people aren't the only ones who have ever had a clash like like this, and this is not. <laughs> That the first case of its kind, I know, you know, what ultimately led to you know, the shutdown of Big Idea Productions, the original studio that, that gave us the VeggieTales series. There was a distribution partnership and without an officially signed contract between them, them and, and another studio for a couple short years or so. Oh, they've been working together with no officially signed document. But what they were able to convince a federal jury that they had had, had a tight partnership that Big Idea had violated the terms of. So could that very well be why I don't really see Big, Eye's, Big Idea's name much anymore? Well, it could be. It. It's like... The franchise, the VeggieTales franchise, as far as I understand, has since been kind of outsourced and to a kind of knockoff company or studio. You know, like um, um guys like um, um, the creators, Vishra and Naraki, have been at least to a limited extent still involved in it, but uh, but it's it's for more or less been out of their hands. Yeah, I know. Um... When they first redesigned the characters, and many people were not too fond of how they looked, um, I honestly can't think of anybody who actually liked their new designs. I know uh, their view count kind of tanked because people didn't want to see them like that. 
Now, eventually, I know they reverted their designs back to how they were, and they changed it so that instead of being on a countertop, they did like a like a musical stage type of setting, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, this like with the latest uh, incarnation, like the new VeggieTales show. Right. Uh, I haven't seen much of it, so I don't know if it's still going or if that's the formula they're sticking with. But I know they were trying to do that at some point. Yeah. I will admit it, it was it is was kind of a whiplash when I would rewatch some of the oldest episodes of the show, like the first incarnation of the show you know, on YouTube, their official verified YouTube videos of it. And then because um, you'll see the original design, of course, but then at the end, when they kind of wrap it up at the end of the YouTube video, they'll have like like um, the newer designs of the characters on on a card at the end. Yeah, that that is a little strange because I know they got a lot of criticism when they showed what the characters looked like in the redesign. So them putting them into their videos at all at this point i'm kind of surprised at least the new designs i mean I, i'm pretty sure even after you release a video things can be edited out in some fashion particularly if uh, there's some copyright or whatever involved but for something like this they could make a new post-credit image or whatever that shows them in their classic designs. I mean, why not? Yeah. It's like, well, I guess it has something to do with the fact that maybe uh, you could argue that the franchise is not exactly Vishur and Naraki's property anymore. It's kind of owned by an outside source, I guess. But yeah, okay. it's, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I guess it's complicated. I guess so, but at the same time, the process wouldn't take too long, I feel like. But again, I don't know everything going on behind the scenes, so I can't say for sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm just surprised something hasn't been done about it, considering the backlash they initially received. And this is probably, you could say, the kind of reason why, why like God said in his word somewhere, like um, maybe in Proverbs or something, something, don't unreasonably sue somebody because it's going to probably ruin their livelihood or whatever. Right. And for all we know, the lawsuit going on between Disney and Florida right now, it could be a good one. But I don't understand all the facts. So I'm not going to say one way or the other. Um, but yeah, a, a bad lawsuit is a lot to me. Like whenever somebody claims that they're a victim of some form of assault, let's say, and they point out exactly who they said, who they claim uh, did it to them. And... It could be entirely false. And if that's the case, they essentially just ruined the accused person's career because the way society works right now is that they will initially believe the person who claims they've been assaulted. And usually that works out okay because if somebody actually has been assaulted in some fashion you do want to take it seriously but if it turns out that person is lying then it's going to be really divisive for people because there there are those that initially believed the person and they want to keep it that way even if all uh, evidence has pointed against them but then now you have the other side who support the person that was accused for no reason and now those people are clashing. And a prime example is the whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Initially, years back, when Depp was accused by Amber, 
pretty much everybody that I saw initially did or wanted to believe her because she was accusing Johnny. But then in recent memory, especially as it got closer to the court case, many people noticed, hey, some of these things seem slightly off. And then when the court case happened and a lot more came into the spotlight and everybody saw it, they realized not everybody, because there are still very much a lot of people who support Amber for whatever reason. I'm not going to list any, but they would still believe her. But a lot of people then flocked over to Johnny's side once a lot of different things surfaced that didn't add up with what Amber was saying. And because there are some people still on one side and a lot of people who move to the other, a lot of those people are clashing and at least one person's career was ruined. Yeah. Well, I'd say, well, I guess we just have to hope there's uh, not too much bad blood and uh, there will be, will be a reasonable resolution and once again, hopefully, hopefully, uh, no one will be unreasonably robbed of anything important or or beneficial as a result of this ongoing conflict. Yeah, Disney has already been in a lot of controversies in recent memory, whether it be the content of their films or stuff going on behind the scenes, or even uh, supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but supposedly. They recently let go of Dwayne Johnson because his name was listed in a $3 billion kidnapping lawsuit. So if that lawsuit is also false, his career might just about be over for no reason. You know, sometimes I've kind of thought at the core of this problem, a problem which I feel like is like a recurring problem in our culture is that our culture is so... Oh, emotionally driven primarily, more driven by emotions than things like logic or, or careful thinking. So I just yeah. feel like, I feel like, like if it's going to get less out of hand, then people got to be more careful. Oh, yeah. You always want to be careful regardless, but definitely in this day and age. Yeah. Okay, well, on a more positive note, we thought of for our curious question today, what animated characters would you like to see advertising what on TV? And I definitely thought of a few. I noticed a lot of them were superheroes, but I'll definitely get to them. Yeah. Uh, but for the first one, I immediately thought to think, thought to think, I immediately thought to add any well-known speedster, like, say, Sonic or The Flash, Speedy Gonzalez, for fast food. And I partly said that because when I was growing up, I felt I feel like fast food, Happy Meal toys or the equivalent would be based off some sort of movie character or something similar. And if they did that more often now, because I feel like they just do toys that are a lot more generic, uh, I feel like they could really bring that back, and I, it would really help them. Um, yeah, it like seems phone... like it hasn't been it hasn't been that much prevalence of like those kind of toy giveaways, or at least movie character toy giveaways in fast food places nowadays. Right. Um, I know when Sonic 2 came out, they had toys for those, but I didn't get there fast enough to grab one. I thought I did, but instead I found a Scooby-Doo toy in my bag. Go figure. Um, yeah, so for that reason, and also because fast food, these guys are fast, but also because it's actually kind of been done already. I'm pretty sure when uh, Sonic 2 came out, with the toys in McDonald's, they also had an ad where Sonic and Tails were working the drive-thru window 
So it's like, I would love to see more stuff like that. So if you saw the flash at another fast food joint, like Wendy's or something. Uh, and so like you want fast food, call me or whatever, something like that. Uh, it would be a little clever word play with the word fast and just using fast characters that people recognize would definitely bring people in. I think. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, Donald duck advertising pretty much anything. And the reason I say that is because Donald duck is kind of notorious for having a speech pattern where half the time it's very difficult to understand what he's saying. Oh, yes. And it's usually done as a comedic thing. So I feel like if people took advantage of that, if they could get Disney to agree to do that, then it would be really funny to watch where he might try to sell something and whether or not there are subtitles, somebody else could come in and kind of help him and finish the rest of the advertisement for him. But just trying to hear him describe a product or some other project, I feel like it would be really funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I know I've had to uh, rely on subtitles to make out some of his dialogue myself. Oh, yeah. Even in... Uh... One of my favorite uh, Disney cartoons to watch where uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy kind of did a parody of the Three Musketeers story. They're right, at, yeah. At, oh, you've seen it? Um, no, I know about it, though. Okay. There are, there are at least a couple scenes here and there where Donald says something and either somebody just repeats exactly what he said or they just don't flat out understand him. In fact, there's a scene... In the latter half of the film, I believe, where Donald discovers something terrible. I won't say what in case people decide to go watch it. But he tries to tell Mickey exactly what's going on. And he's going on for a good 30 seconds trying to explain the whole situation. But then it just falls into a deafening silence. And Mickey's just like, Donald, I can't understand a word you say. So seeing something like that for an advertisement, I just think would be super funny. Yeah, probably would. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, Donald's kind of one of my favorite Disney characters anyway. So, you know. Yeah, me too. I a soft spot for him. Uh, and then the next one I wrote down was the Hulk advertising monster energy drinks. And I thought, you know what, kind of makes sense because, you know, the monster logo is typically green uh, and he's pretty much a giant rage monster. So why the heck not? And of course, gamma radiation, gamma energy, energy drinks. So it's like, uh, you know, you wouldn't necessarily feel exactly like the Hulk or become a rage monster like the Hulk. But, you know, they're both either a monster or a call monster both take on a form that gives a lot of energy to whoever it is. So I feel like the similarities, it could really fit well. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one I said was, I, I would love to see, Batman advertising baseball products. Now, part of that comes from an actual animated episode joke, which I'll get to in a second. But, like, because his name is Batman, he could show off different baseball equipment, like bats or whatever. Or, like, somebody else could try to have him do it, and he'd be like, not that kind of bat. Uh, so that could be a good punchline for somebody to use. But then I also thought, I'm pretty sure it was in Batman, the animated series. I forget where, but he and Robin are in this warehouse or something. They're fighting off these goons as they do. Uh, 
And apparent at one point, I think Batman actually hits somebody with a baseball bat, or he hits something back at them with a baseball bat. And Robin literally just says, "They don't call you Batman for nothing." There you go. Yeah, so they could use that clip in their advertisement or kind of use it as a joke and Batman could be like, not that kind of bat. Something along that line. I I, I feel like it could work with a couple punchlines or whatever. Uh, but yeah, little fun joke they could use for advertising. Uh, and then I also wrote down another superhero. I got a couple more here. I said Captain America for anything that has a Veterans Day sale. Or uh, yeah, that just, just kind of makes sense, considering that uh, Captain America was, I'm told, literally created to fight the Nazis. Yeah, before he was the superhero that we know him for, uh, he was your average guy that some people would make fun of or whatever, but then he was part of an experiment that turned him into Captain America. And this was during, I'm pretty sure it was World War II because of the Nazis. Um, yeah, he got his iconic outfit, the shield. And because he actually fought in a war, he's an actual veteran, at least in the story of the comics. Um, it would make sense to have a Veterans Day sale where he talks about it because then he could also at the same time pay respect to other veterans who have fought in wars. Yeah, sure. Great. And then um, my next entry, uh, he's a fairly recognizable character, I think, especially if people are Nintendo fans. Uh, but I thought of Kirby and having him advertise vacuums or something similar. Uh, for those that don't know, Kirby is from a Nintendo franchise of the same name, a little pink puffball, and his primary ability is to inhale various opponents, various enemies or objects. When, inha when inhaling them, he sometimes can obtain a certain ability, depending on what it was that he inhaled, and he's able to do so for an unprecedented amount of time. And he can sometimes inhale large objects or large amounts of objects at once. So if there was a vacuum or one of those Roomba things that could do something very similar, it's like, why not have a character that can do the same thing advertise a product like that? Yeah. Then I thought of Spider-Man, and I thought it'd be an interesting idea to have him advertise for Subway, like the sandwich-making company. Yep. Uh, I thought of Subway for him partly because, you know, he lives, and, lives in and traverses through New York. Sometimes you might see him on a subway before or after he gets his powers. Uh, but I also thought of the famous scene in Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire where he pretty much gives everything he has to stop a subway train from falling off the rails. So it's like maybe they could somehow tie that into a subway ad being like he was a superhero for this subway and the ones who make your sandwiches they are the superheroes for this subway. Okay. A little twist there. Yeah. Again, another play on words type of thing. Um, so then I thought of Gaston for Dick's Sporting Goods. I specifically was thinking more of their department that has like hunting gear and things along that line because as most of us know especially if we're fans of disney gaston is a hunter and he 
according to LeFou, never misses a shot. So if he's as good as he or LeFou says he is, it's like he would be the perfect guy, despite him being a jerk slash Disney villain, uh, to advertise hunting equipment. Because then he could be like, if you want to get as good as me or even as close as good as me, get the products from here. And because Maybe. he's so recognizable, it I feel like it really would draw a lot of people in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe equipment from Dick's or from a place like Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop, maybe. Yeah, another good example for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the last one I had, I I have been blanking. I never thought to look it up for some reason, but I've been blanking on the battery that is advertised by a bunny. Energizer. Energizer, that's why. I was thinking Duracell, but I knew that didn't sound right. Well, um, they have a, an animal mascot, but I think it's more like a moose or something. They like, might. I'm not uh, entirely sure. Well, in some logo or something. I haven't like, seen it in commercials. Okay. because Yeah, I, I personally don't recall them having a mascot or anything like that. But um, I thought if Duracell were to have a mascot... Mm -hmm that rivals the energizer bunny it could be someone like say pikachu from pokemon who has a crazy amount of electricity he generates his own and uses his own so it's like oh the energizer bunny may help energizer bun <laughs> energizer batteries last a long time but pikachu has helped our duracell batteries last even longer Especially considering, um, uh, what's it called, the Duracell uh, Quantum uh, that gives extra power, extra life? Yeah, something like that. And if they did that, then they might be able to bring in uh, Pikachu's higher stage, that being Raichu. So it could bring in more customers with a recognizable character. And then it could start a friendly rivalry between the mascots of Duracell and Energizer should they decide to do something like that. And of course, if you have a rivalry or competition, it could up your business. Yeah, maybe. So that was all of mine. All right. I got a few myself. Um First one I wrote down was Cusco and Kronk from Disney's The Emperor's New Groove franchise mm -hmm. for Subway restaurants. I think probably because we know how, how, how Cusco, you know, is such a narcissistic emperor who likes everything a particular way, the way it's his way or no way. And and Kronk probably because he just kind of balances him out a little bit. He's Oh, easy, easygoing, kind of upbeat, and, and and the more I thought about it just now, it makes it makes sense because he has this whole sort of gag, at, like in the original movie where he kind of works and works as a restaurant cook. So, so that could work. I also wonder if Cusco would be a good fit for Burger King because their slogan for a while was "Have it your way." Yeah. Well, that is kind of a good idea. Yeah, so there's another possibility, but Subway is still good, especially for either one of those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take, and then I thought of another Disney character, uh, Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid, advertising Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Hmm. Yeah. I know. I just think uh, because he, he has that sort of whole whole Caribbean background and that and that accent and it probably wouldn't be the same without having Sam Wright. But, you know, if you know, you know, Sebastian, he's, he's that kind of upbeat musical personality, mm -hmm. likes, uh, likes a good Island jam, a little, him, um, he's proud of the ocean and, uh, that might be a good fit. I think. Yeah. If they didn't have the original voice, which they don't anymore, because unfortunately he's no longer around. 
but um, they could get somebody who's really good at impersonating the character's voice. Uh, I know Brian Hull on YouTube has an incalculable amount of oppressions that he can do. So maybe he could do Sebastian as well if they needed somebody. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like Sebastian would be a good choice, especially since a lot of cruises, I mean, I've never been on one myself, but I know that some cruises will have live music. Uh, so having Sebastian advertise that specifically, if you, like he could definitely do the entire cruise, like advertise the whole cruise experience. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to put some focus on the live music and in the advertisement, maybe he could be conducting for a second, something yeah. along that line. Yeah. 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 That's it. And then I thought of um, like a more, a more retro group of characters from Disney, the three caballeros. You might know them, Donald Duck, Jose and Pochito. The trio, collectively known as the Three Caballeros, from um, from very early Disney era, mm -hmm. doing an ad for Taco Bell. Okay, I mean, right off the bat, that makes sense for sure. Um, did the Three Caballeros ever eat something like a taco in their cartoons, or did they just have like sombreros and? what the like well as far as i know they had like you know, like the sombreros or maybe a little flamenco guitar and or and some uh, and some stuff like the sugarloaf mountains in brazil and like some of their early cartoons like saludos amigos and uh it just it just seems naturally like kind of a cultural fit yeah i, I would definitely agree with that um maybe they could play some music that leads into the iconic Taco Bell ringing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And then I think I thought of DW and the Tibble twins from Arthur doing an ad for the candy bar Butterfinger. If you, if you know, like the classic slogan, nobody lays a finger on my Butterfinger. Uh, and take, and you know how, and know the personality clash between those two twins, Andy W. You know, and if you know the twins, twins, <laughs> they're pretty mischievous, and it it's pretty much any time they're on on screen, they're causing some kind of trouble, whether they're wrestling each other or or tormenting DW in some way, which is which is horrible in real life, but it's funny to watch at least. Oh yeah, when when it's an animated series, that stuff can be fun to watch. Uh, I definitely grew up watching this show, so I am definitely for sure familiar with these characters and how they would kind of almost always be at odds with each other. So throwing in a Butterfinger ad where they're still clashing, it, I, I, it, it is a perfect fit. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, they would definitely have to use their younger selves though because i know when the show yeah. kind of wrapped up they showed them in like a few years later as their older selves but if they used the versions of yeah. them that everybody recognized when they were kids yeah then yeah i would definitely say that they would be a perfect fit for that yeah yeah i also thought of uh patrick from spongebob um doing an ad for Dairy Queen, because I know, you know he's got a thing for ice cream, so it seemed like an easy choice. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, there are, mm, excuse me, there are immediately a couple scenes that come to my mind where uh, Patrick gets excited for ice cream because he overheard somebody say it, or because he just throw it in, throws it in the conversation for no reason. Like, um, there's a famous episode early on where Patrick wants to get an award after he sees all the ones that SpongeBob has. Uh, so when Patrick loses the one that he thought was for him, he's like, but it's shiny. 
And when SpongeBob's like, yeah, but you know what else is shiny? And he just says, ice cream. Um, and I know there's one where they were trying to get SpongeBob to come outside, which he refused to do after he got badly injured. So when they, when he and Sandy were trying to think of uh, things that might draw him outside or things that are really fun or exciting, uh, Sandy started listing stuff off and Patrick was like, ice cream, cuts to Sandy. Then he's like, two ice creams, cuts to Sandy again. And then it cuts back to him saying, still two ice creams. So yeah, uh, Patrick advertising anything ice cream related, especially Dairy Queen, would be a good, a great choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking then the thought of yeah, another Disney, uh, um, Rapunzel from Tangled, uh, doing an ad for well, it'd be kind of self-referential in a way, admittedly, uh, Walt Disney World. And I thought I actually thought of, I think because. I know of a commercial that's old, I think from the 80s, with um, John Mashita, who reigned as like the fastest talking man in the world. And we've talked about him in the past. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually did a cool ad where he, where he like in like 20 seconds or something listed all the stuff you could do at Disney World. Well, when a family is looking for, for a fun vacation to go on. And, and so maybe they could do like a recreation of that concept. Uh, bring in John Mashita to kind of uh, kind of give Rapun give Rapunzel oh, or sell her on the idea of Disney World having a lot of things to do because, like if you know the beginning of Tangled, Tangled she did a lot of stuff in a bunch of time. That is true because in her opening song, uh, she talks about all these different things that she did, and apparently she was able to do it in a span of fifteen minutes. So it's like it, maybe the advertisement could have her walking into Disney World for the first time and she'd be like, oh, there's so many things to do. Like, wh where should I start or whatever? And then John Mashita shows up and he's like, well, you can do this. You can do this. You can go to this park. You can go to this park over here. You can meet this character. And then she's just left stunned, not knowing what to say. <laughs> Let's take, and then I thought of, you know, because mainly because I'm a fan of his, he's kind of one of my favorite characters, Gopher from the Winnie the Pooh universe, um, doing a Home Depot ad because he's kind of a handyman. That's kind of like kind of what he's known for. So, so that's why. Is he the character that sometimes has a little bit of a whistle in his voice when he talks? Well, uh, yeah, it particularly shows up when he's like pronouncing the letter S. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. It's like, yeah, um, he he definitely would be a good choice because I mean, the whole burrowing thing, he could talk about like setting some some of the supports into the ground or whatever. Uh, but I do feel like I've seen him before in like a hard hat or some sort of construction type of outfit before, and I feel like he wouldn't have been the first character like him to do something like that. So that would not be out of the question at all. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then I thought of uh, the Disney characters, Huey, Dewey and Louie and Donald Duck and Scrooge for, um, yeah, because again, kind of, Kind of like the Tibbles, Tibbles, the three, um, the three young boys, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they kind of have a fame for for mischief, getting themselves in trouble, yep. uh, both messing messing stuff up or grabbing things. And so, I thought of I thought of they all could do like Pepto Bismol or Ego or Butterfinger. Pepto, because I guess because I was thinking back to you know, a commercial I saw with. An animated commercial where some kids, some kids stole somebody's pie and ate it up, and then they felt sick, sick, <laughs> and then the person gave them Pepto Bismol. So uh, maybe they could do something on that, or do a thing like Lego My Ego, or Nobody Lays a Finger on My Butterfinger. Uh, could easily work. Yeah, any of those could work. Like we 
what you were saying with Ego and Butterfinger, um, those two are three, rather. I'm having trouble talking today. Uh, those three do get into mischief. Sometimes they argue with each other or with somebody else. So, yeah, definitely those two for sure. And then Pepto, that could be, like you were describing, an ad where they're kind of on the receiving end of it. Uh, and in that setup, it would make sense. Let's take it. And then I thought of Buster, another character from Arthur. Uh, uh, because of his apparent passion for food, I figure I figure he'd want something, uh, something big, a kind of food that gives. So I thought about uh, the Double Double Burger from In and Out Burger, which is a uh, fast food chain in the Southwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, two patties, two things of cheese. So I think you know. It's probably something he would probably eat. I mean, he, he was well known for eating in general, but yeah, I, I remember sometimes he would put something ridiculous like that together. So it, it would be fun to see him advertise something like that. And maybe for a little bit of comedy, he would spend the whole advertisement with the burger right next to him. And he would have major difficulty resisting eating it while trying to advertise it yeah there's an idea yeah. yeah yeah and then i thought about the spongebob characters patrick and squidward doing like a recreation of an ad that alka seltzer has done where one person's going i can't believe i ate the whole thing and then the other one says fine i finally gets fed up and says just take some alka seltzer I'm thinking in that situation, uh, that could be Patrick and Squidward. Patrick could keep going. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. And knowing how irritable Squidward is, uh, he finally gets annoyed and says, take Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, that could definitely really work. I can definitely see that, uh, especially since Squidward is already annoyed with Patrick most of the time. Anyway, Patrick is notorious for how much he eats um but i also think it could work the other way in one or two particular scenarios and i thought back to an episode i think it's called just one bite and it's the one yeah where spongebob figures out that squidward has never even tasted a krabby patty before despite working there for so long so once squidward finally does get a taste of it he instantly becomes so addicted that he sneaks into the patty vault in the middle of the night and eats a countless amount of them. And of course the infamous joke at the end where Squidward's like, what am I going to blow up or something? Kind of mocking SpongeBob. And SpongeBob's like, no worse. It goes to your thighs. And then it zooms out showing how big Squidward's thighs have gotten because of how many patties he ate. And then he blows up. It's like he ate more than his weight. Yeah, pretty much, because Squidward is not a big guy at all. He's pretty thin. Um, so it's like it could be a recreation of that scene, but before he blows up, someone like Patrick or somebody comes in and be like, take some Alka-Seltzer, Alka Alka and then it cuts to Squidward being fine again, and then... Maybe it could end with him jumping back into the vault trying to eat more patties. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, um, lastly, I said the Disney character Stitch advertising. I was trying to think of, I guess, like like some kind of technology, some kind of car. I didn't want to I knew I didn't want to go with just any car because I specifically drive a Chevy. I ended up going with Chevy and kind of thinking about about the technology in my Chevy car and or and, well, I guess what it can do and maybe see maybe seeing uh, I don't know it's just kind of it's just, it's just seeing Stitch kind of the kind of in action fiddling with something or even hearing him talk okay. Okay. is enough 
I think, to put me in good enough a mood or even amuse me a little bit. Well, I, I still think that could work. And the reason I think so is because there's several scenes in the Lilo and Stitch movie. I don't know about the show or any of the movies that followed. Um, but in the original film, there's a scene where he sets up a little San Francisco. I think it's San Francisco in Lilo's room. Yeah. intending to destroy it like a monster. He's got cars in his hand as if he's about to eat them. Um there's a scene towards the end where he's driving a truck through a volcanic area. But the scene that most comes to my mind is where with his two bare hands, I think he only had two at the time because I know he can use four, um, but he lifted a car with his bare hands and he was just like, punch buggy. And then maybe if Chevy took advantage of a scene like that and said something like, uh, our cars are so good it could even survive one of Stitch's rampages or if our car can withstand something like this it's a reliable car so we would be honored if you chose us something like that somehow tying in how strong Stitch is to how strong their cars supposedly are All right, well, well that's going to do it for today. So um, I'll get this uh, going to post in a little bit. And uh, thanks, everyone, for streaming. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Google Podcasts, Anchor, YouTube, and Spotify. And uh, and uh, tell us um, your thoughts on the ongoing case between Disney and Florida and your thoughts for cartoon ads. And uh, well, whatever you want to say, you know. Well, write to us, whatever, whatever, keep in convo with us. Absolutely. Any sort of connection we have with our audience, we absolutely love because, yeah, well, we have a lot to say ourselves, as you've seen, because we've had more than 50 episodes of this now. Um, but yeah, we personally love having interactions with the audience, answering questions they may have, responding to comments they may have, or even at some point, maybe talking about topics that people might say hey this has been going on what are your thoughts and then we might dedicate a segment of an episode or an entire episode to it but yeah anything you have to share with us please feel more than free to do so well thanks again everyone and we'll see you soon take care <laughs>